You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 72, How to Drop Your Drama. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama. We made it through the first half of the school year to winter break. How are you choosing to think about that? I've talked to some moms who are thrilled to be together with their kids for a two-week period and others who are not so thrilled. And there's really nothing wrong with feeling either one. So don't beat yourself up if you're in the not-so-thrilled category. But I do want to suggest that you at least take a look at your thoughts and your feelings and see what kind of results you're creating. For example, if you're choosing to think, this won't be a vacation, this is going to suck. (laughs) Two weeks with my kids feels like an eternity. I guarantee you'll create those results for yourself. So do a little self-reflection, a little self-coaching to uncover what you're currently thinking and what you want to be thinking and feeling about the time you have with your kids home from school. Then you can start practicing thinking those thoughts and really start to experience the power of your mind. All right, so let's talk about mind drama. Your brain, your primitive lower brain, is wired to always be on the lookout for danger. And so it'll naturally think thoughts that are very dramatic and scary. All brains do this. It's part of being human. Your brain will think thoughts like, all hell is breaking loose. (laughs) It's all too much. I can't take it anymore. I can't deal with this. This is devastating. It's traumatic. This is a disaster. It's like, the evening news in there, inside your brain. Have you ever noticed the dramatic language that they use on the evening news? Especially when it comes to the weather, right? They'll be talking about a storm with language like catastrophic winds, rain battering down, causing devastation. What if the news was only facts? They'd say, Winds of 185 miles per hour moving west at 7 miles per hour. Rainfall expected to be between 16 and 24 inches, right? No drama at all. Now, I realize that in order to help people stay safe, weather forecasters might want to scare people enough so that they'll take action and evacuate or be prepared. But your brain naturally creates drama even when there's no actual threat to your survival. So your child gets a D in his algebra class, and your brain spins that fact into a Category 5 hurricane. He's failing. This is horrible. He'll never recover from this. This wasn't supposed to happen. All the catastrophic thoughts that cause you to spin out of control. Dramatic people often don't recognize they're being dramatic because they don't understand that their thoughts are just their interpretation of facts. They think their thoughts are the facts. Like they think that a D in algebra just is horrible. But a D in algebra isn't horrible. It's completely neutral. 
It's only horrible when they think that it's horrible and make it mean something horrible is going to happen because of it. You might be listening to this and thinking, oh, I wish so-and-so would listen to this episode. She's so dramatic. She really needs to hear this. But be careful. Oftentimes, when we judge someone else for being dramatic, we're also being dramatic in the way we're thinking about that person or interacting with her. So just have a look at that and be honest with yourself. It's the same when people complain about people who complain. Or when people say, I hate this person who hates people. In episode 23, I talked about how judging someone else's flaws is way easier than noticing your own. Now, our culture finds drama exciting, right? No one wants to watch a TV show or a movie where everything is calm and routine. That's boring. We're drawn to the drama, the conflict, the plot twists, backstabbing, manipulating, lying, cheating, and gossiping. In real life, people with a lot of drama tend to experience many intense emotional highs and lows. They consistently overreact, exaggerate the seriousness of minor events or everyday problems. They complain and gossip a lot, frequently jump to conclusions and make assumptions, and blame other people or circumstances for their problems. On an unconscious level, these people enjoy the payoff they get from their drama. They relish the attention they get and the feeling of being in the middle of something that seems urgent or important. And they can become addicted to that feeling, that rush. When under stress, the body produces adrenaline, the hormone that prepares the body for fight or flight. The feelings people get from their drama then causes the brain to release dopamine, the chemical associated with pleasure and reward. This reward system can cause people to seek out more conflict and drama in their lives. Add to that, the thoughts that create drama also cause the brain to secrete endorphins, which act similarly to drugs like morphine and codeine by suppressing pain and inducing pleasure. As with any addiction, they build up a tolerance to these chemicals that require more to get the same neurochemical effect. In other words, they need to create more and more drama to get the same feeling of excitement and pleasure. Another payoff people get from drama is that it becomes a distraction from dealing with their own emotions. It keeps them from having an honest look at themselves and taking responsibility for emotions like guilt, shame, inadequacy, and fear. So if the brain is programmed to think dramatic thoughts, it's addictive and self-protective, how can people have less drama in their lives and change their brains? By managing their minds, by learning to use their prefrontal cortexes, the higher parts of their brains, to become aware of their automatic thoughts and then separate them from the facts of their situations. By examining their self-concepts and self-esteem. As many of you know, I'm a school counselor for kids in grades kindergarten through eight, and I see a lot of kids who are caught up in girl drama, and more and more often I'm dealing with boy drama too. It's becoming a thing. Most of the kids who are in constant conflict are the ones who have the lowest opinions of themselves. They feel unworthy of attention, so they create chaos as a way to get it, not realizing that they're the ones causing their feelings of unworthiness with their own thoughts and other people can't solve that for them. 
Of course, adults have drama too. They become passive aggressive, complain to everyone and anyone who will listen, exaggerate and use catastrophic language. Some people claim that they are drawn into other people's drama or that drama always just seems to find them. Uh Uh-uh. Drama doesn't just happen to you. It can't suck you in. It's created in your mind always. One of the questions I often ask my students and clients is, so what? To help them drop their drama. For example, let's say fourth grade Sarah tells me, Jenny said she didn't want to sit with me at lunch today. I'll ask, so what? Like, yeah, what's the problem? The only reason it's a problem for Sarah is what she's making it mean about her. She's making it mean that Jenny doesn't like her or that Jenny's excluding her. By asking, so what, it reveals these thoughts so we can take a closer look at them together. I'll say, what if it's not true that Jenny's excluding you? What else could you be thinking about these facts? Or even, what if she is excluding you? So what? By deciding how she wants to think and feel about the facts and her thoughts about the situation, Sarah takes back all of her power to determine how she'll feel. I encourage you to ask yourself this question all the time. So what? So what that your child didn't pick his clothes up off the floor? So what that the dishwasher is broken? So what that you gained four pounds over the holidays? What are you making those facts mean? Can you see where you might be creating unnecessary drama in your life? Let me be perfectly clear. This mama knows drama too. There's a reason I named my business what I did. (laughs) I used to be full of drama, especially when it came to my romantic relationships. There were very high highs and low lows, and I always felt like the victim. I remember being in the car one day about eight years ago and thinking, I don't want all this drama in my life. And that's when I decided on Less Drama, More Mama as the name of my business. I finally became tired of the constant ups and downs and realized that I wanted a calm life. And for the most part, I've created that for myself. Of course, I still have a human brain that wants to be dramatic sometimes, but I'm able to coach myself or get coached by someone else to untangle my thoughts and de-dramatize the situation. There have even been times in the past couple of years where everyone around me is freaking out about something and I'm not. And I think, should I be freaking out? Am I underreacting to this? And then I realize that I'm not making the facts mean anything horrible or dramatic. So it's great. So if you're thinking that you may be a bit of a drama mama and you want someone to help you drop your drama, head on over to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up for a free mini session with me to see whether my coaching is right for you. I wish you a very happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, and I'll talk to you again next week in the year 2020. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.